you know, I, I remember those two specifically. They were like, I can't believe we did that. You know, That's I was awesome. like, yes, and I have pictures that, to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will share with you. So it, it's exciting to watch people do things that maybe they didn't think that they would do on their own. And if they had come on their own, they may have turned around and left. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 40 of Life in Motion. Um, so one of our first podcast guests was Danny Collins, who um, is the owner of 37 North Expeditions. Um, it's been a couple years since I've talked to him and originally met him. Um, but today I'm excited to have kind of the two of the OG uh, trail guides um, on their nice fist bump. You guys can't see that, yes. but it was perfect. Um, on here today, Emily Wilson and Cindy Willis. Um, they've spent uh, many a weekends, many a trips out in the woods guiding people um, for a good little while now. So I think it's probably appropriate time to ask about some trail stories. Um, so thank you both for being on the show today. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here for sure. Awesome. So before we get into the tales of the trail, um, let's get a little background on each of you. Um, so just kind of where you grew up, kind of hobbies, sort of how you got involved in um, kind of the lifestyle uh, that encompasses 37 North. Um, Cindy, I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I'm from Springfield. Okay. Uh, but I ended up living in lots of different places. I started off um, thinking I wanted to do field biology and realized after doing that for a while that I also liked people and wanted to do something more with people in the outdoors. Um, so I started working for the state parks and the conservation department oh. and things like that. Um, and I've worked everywhere from underground in caves to um, coastal Georgia doing educational things with people in the outdoors. So we moved back here several years ago and have become Springfieldians again. So. Awesome. How about you? And I'm kind of the opposite of that. I actually grew up in the Pacific Northwest and have always been um, a people person. So I've okay. always worked. I would have never guessed that. I know. It's <laughs> random, right? Um, I've always worked with people. I loved, um, you know, just being kind of with groups of people and, and, you know, being in charge of different things. And so then recently I've kind of gotten back into the outdoors. Once I moved back here and realized there was four seasons to yeah. a year because Washington is just nothing but rain. <laughs> Um, that I realized we could do a lot outside. So um, I'm kind of the opposite where I started more with people mm -hmm. and then gradually went outside and, and liked blending the two. All right. So for you, you sort of have that whole background. So when you're out mm -hmm. in the woods, you know what you're looking at. I do, yeah. You kind of... Um... Sometimes. <laughs> She's like our walking encyclopedia. Don't let her fool you. Yeah. So so I'm sure that kind of naturally, like you said, sort of got you into the hiking and outdoors, which eventually mm -hmm. made a good fit. And then you can... Completely opposite, completely not really opposite. that mm -hmm. that lifestyle, and then sort of just... Fell um, in love with it once I was out here. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's awesome. So with that, you guys, how long have you guys been... First of all, how long have you guys been working with 37 North? And then what is 37 North? Um, yeah, so 37 North is basically just a guiding service here in town. Um, and we've branched out. We've got locations that lead out of Springfield, Bentonville, and also Branson. Um, but the mission there is just get sweaty, get connected, get happy. And basically what we want is just to get people outdoors. We want them to connect with one another. And we want you to always leave happier than when you came, knowing that it's very feasible to get outside. It's not intimidating at all. Um, and that you're able to meet new friends, get connected with new people, and just kind of build new relationships outside. So um, I've been with 37 North since August um, two years ago. So I'm coming up on 
two years, which I'm pretty excited about. That's awesome. Yes. Um, and it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. I've been on board for a little over a year. Okay. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, 37 North is such a unique thing. And, and like we were saying, Emily's background may have started more with the social component, and I started more with the outdoors component. And 37 North is just both of those things mesh together. So yeah. whatever, you know, if you're somebody who's just looking for a social activity or somebody who's really looking to get into the outdoors, um, it works equally well it kinda, for both. Yeah, kind of. it sounds like kind of meshes the two well, makes it easy for everybody. Definitely. What kind of different, and we'll get into like specific stories, but what kind of like different kind of trips and stuff do you guys take? And I know you, you sort of uh, combine two different social activities on some of those trips and just kind of a I know you have some interesting, uh, like there was a goat hike a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, I just went on the goat hike this past weekend. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's a unique opportunity <laughs> un- unlike any other, and it was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I mean, we've got everything. That's, that's the cool thing with 37 is it changes seasonally as well. So um, I know if, if you get on the website and you, you see similar trips week after week, um, keep going and checking it out because each season it changes. Yeah. Because um, obviously we're not going to take goats out, you know, during rainy season. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be searching for waterfalls. So um, we constantly have a change in our trips, and uh, that's why we have memberships, actually, where you can have a membership for a year because we know that each season that's going to change, and we can kind of keep shaking things up a little bit. Awesome. And lots of water sports right now because it's yeah. so hot. Yeah. So you'll see lots Gosh. of kayaking and paddle boarding. Um, the goat hike because the goats don't care mm-hmm. if it's hot or not. And on that one, we went to a swimming hole, so you get to cool off. That's awesome. Um, and then in the winter, you'll get like ice skating. Oh, yeah. It's like that built into the trips. That's awesome. And they're all pretty, I mean, they're basically just day trips for the most part. There's some, so it's kind of the majority. easy. Majority. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do offer some um, overnight trips. We've got some like retreat type trips, and we can also do private trips. So we can customize it for either your work or business or a family outing or. We've done birthdays, we've done bachelorette parties, we've done all kinds of things. So Sweet. this year we've added, so if, if even a full day trip seems like a, a big commitment, then we've got evening trips leaving out of Springfield and Bentonville that are from like 5.30 to 8.30 or something in the evening okay. that are kind of shorter activities, but you, you still get to go try it out and have yeah. the experience. That's awesome. So to kind of back on something you touched about, like one of the big things of of it, uh, Danny starting it was basically to make it really easy for people to get outdoors because obviously there's obviously great lots of great trails lots of great activities but you might not really know where to go or where to get the equipment or how to get there because I know some of those probably some sketchy back roads that you have to go through <laughs> around the hills and whatnot mm-hmm. so I know that was kind of one of the big things basically help with the planning for it um helping you know with the planning taking you there and kind of guiding you along the way to make it less intimidating um but how also does that kind of fit in with, you know, maybe allowing different, maybe not only people that are um, intimidating by doing that, but also maybe people that might not fit kind of, I don't want to say that stereotype. Sure, sure. But, you know, there's a certain thing. So how? Yeah. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. Because I, I, being from that social side first, before the outdoor side, I'll be very honest. I loved being outdoors, but I thought I had to have all the right gear and I had to know all the right trails and I had to have, you know, everything planned to a T. So it was very intimidating to me. And that was kind of partly why I started to get involved in some of these things. Because I thought, you know, I, I want to know these things. I don't want to be intimidated out there. 
And so that's what 37 really is designed is to show you just the basics because every trail has a typical platform and we want you to feel familiar enough to be able to go somewhere and have some kind of baseline to know that I don't have to have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of gear, but there are some essentials that we want you to have. And so we talk yeah. about those essentials on the trips. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are, you know, every trail is a little bit different, but they're all going to have similar markers or they're all going to, you know, follow a similar, similar path line. And so we want you to be familiar enough to be able to read the lay of the land mm-hmm. to where if you did decide to go out on your own with a friend or a family member that you'd feel more comfortable and it wouldn't be so intimidating. So completely get what you're trying to say there. Yeah. Cause I came from that, that opposite background. Well, I think we we make the experience easy by taking care of the details for you. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we love to do is for people who are new to this, like we'll teach you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want you to not only feel safe because you're with us, but we want to teach you to feel safer doing it on your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And then I know you you two are kind of leading um, or part partly leading the front. You guys have some special activities. Um, like wild women mm-hmm. uh, activities and kind of getting more more ladies outdoors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So what what kind of things are you doing for for that? Well, I think for women in general, we want to make sure they feel safe and that they yeah. feel like you know they're in a group setting. Um, they're not going to be maybe bullied or feel like you know they're looked down upon or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so we just really want to create that environment that allows people in general um, to just learn um, and feel comfortable and feel safe. And, and be able to enjoy themselves without, you know, the barriers, without, you know, just take everything down and just enjoy nature. We want you to get out there and just enjoy what's what's there. Yeah, and I think for, for women being, you know, a lot of women are social creatures. A lot of men are social creatures, too. So really, for anybody, you know, if the barrier to you getting out and doing this kind of thing that you're interested in is that, like, you're the odd one out in your friend group. And mm-hmm. you're, you don't have anyone who wants to do these things with you. I, there's a lot more people that want to do these things with you. And it would be so great if you could all just find each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And this is a perfect way to do that. So we have lots and lots of clients who, um, you know, are, are single ticket buyers. They really? buy a ticket for a trip and oh, go absolutely. not knowing yeah. anybody. And they leave knowing, you know, 10 or 12 or 15 new people who share an interest. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure those, those individuals that go on the trips themselves i'm sure they connect with the people they met afterwards and maybe they go on solo trips to get oh, yeah. one on oh yeah solo trips or whatever together and whatnot mm-hmm. so yeah i've had clients come and they've they've kept in touch after trips and have intentionally like signed up for the same trips again so they can mm-hmm. go on another trip Coordinate. together yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. awesome and it's cool that you guys are doing that and offering something kind of a different activity and like you said taking um, kind of taking the planning out of it for somebody mm-hmm. um, and the, and the mm-hmm. driving and figuring out because I know a lot of places are kind of without or outside of the Springfield area a little bit so yeah um, some of them are hard to find but it's our job to scout that out first and find them so that you don't have to yeah that's... well I mean it can be something as simple as parking I mean you can get kind of nervous about well, where am I going to park oh, can yeah. I leave my car there is it going to be safe you know so I mean if we're going in a large van with you know 15 other people it makes it a lot easier for you to feel uh, you know, let those barriers down and go out. Yeah. yeah. And if you're super tired after a long day, you just pass out on the Absolutely. back. Absolutely. You happens. guys just got to drive them home, That right? happens. The kids <laughs> fall asleep in the back of the car a lot on yes. the way home. And that's yes. okay. Like, that lets me know that we did a good job. Yeah. Everybody had a good time. And they're super tired. So that's good. I always joke after we go to, like, a winery or a brewery that I can tell the, the tone of the group will either be rowdy afterwards yeah. because they've had a great time or they are going to be out, hard, cold, asleep. So oh, yeah. it, it's really fun. 
Wrong with a good night's, night's sleep, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, to get into that sort of, let's talk about some specific um, trips, um, some tales of the trail. I made that up, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I like it. I think you should put on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, but to kind of get some insight, a sort of... Um, yeah, obviously, kind of to show the experiences that you guys have had, and I'm sure you've had some really unique ones, but also kind of show um, kind of how you adapt to certain situations that might, uh, you, you know, I guess different situations that uh, anybody doing it for the first time might be a little uncomfortable with, and you know, how you help guide them through that. So um, I guess let's start with the most challenging trip that you guys have had. Okay, so that I would probably reference, and this and this is a good one. A lot of people, when they are planning a trip, they always like to look at the weather, right? I and mean, I think that's important. You should always look at the weather, kind of be weather aware, especially in the, in the Midwest. But we do not cancel a trip if it's going to rain. Okay. Um, if we have ice or if we have a lot of lightning in, in the impending future, then we will cancel a trip. But if it's going to rain, um, hiking in the rain is perfectly fine. So yeah. we continue on with that trip. Um, and I, I've had several trips where it's rained and people are very surprised. So uh, one of my more challenging trips was in an area in northwest Arkansas. I had a full group. It was 15 people. Obviously, no one wants to cancel, but they're probably a little bit disappointed that we're still going, right? Like, they're yeah. hoping in the back of their mind, please tell me they're going to cancel because it's raining. Out, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, no, we, we trudged ahead. And um, what I have to do at that point is I do have to take, you know, safety into consideration. So yeah. I'm, I'm constantly watching the radar. And where we were going to be going it did not look as good as another trail that I knew was equal distance away so as a guide um, that's one great thing that Danny does is he does allow us to kind of make some changes for safety um, for the group so I did have to kind of completely alter the trip okay Um, and the trip that we were going to take wasn't going to be quite as strenuous as the trail I did take them to so we ended up only doing half of the trail because it was a little more strenuous Mm -hmm. trail but it did take them out of that weather situation. It still rained and they were still a little bit, you know, gripey and groany, but I had some ponchos and I had some walking sticks and I told them that this was, you know, a full outdoor adventure and this is this is just what we it's did. A full experience. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what, you, you get to see different things um in different weather patterns and so, you know, there's different mist coverings, different oh, fogs, yeah. um the views are different. And even though it's raining, you still get a great experience. And everyone ended up having fun. And I think they all um, enjoyed the fact that they could say that they still went out and did this adventure in the rain safely. Um, but it, it was challenging at first to be able to try to, you know, on the fly, just watch that weather radio and and then kind of adjust as we needed to. So real quick, so on that, you said so you adjusted to a different trail. Did you, like, did you already have other trail, like, options planned out like you'd been in that area before you like hey I know this one or do you have to like research along the way no no so that's one great thing we all communicate quite a bit and we all do a lot of scouting um there are typical trails that we run pretty regularly so it's pretty easy on the fly for us to be able to look at something and say you know what we're going to go ahead and adjust and head 30 miles in this direction instead of 30 miles in this direction because I know of another trail that we can do so yeah awesome how about you uh, one of my most challenging ones was very recently, and um, I seem to I seem to be uh, a good I guess I'm a trailblazer because <laughs> I got 37 North's first ever river float trip uh, to lead, and then 
just a few weeks ago, I did 37 North's first ever stand-up paddleboard float. So we'd done right. stand-up paddleboarding yeah. on lakes and things, but this was, you know, on a river where you're navigating the river on a stand-up Sounds paddleboard. Sounds a little interesting. You know, and uh, almost all of the participants uh, had either never been on a stand-up paddleboard or said, <laughs> you know, I've done it one time on a lake <laughs> five years ago. So... We had some expert including guides, you. right? Including <laughs> me, and so we had some well, expert guides who um, were teaching the the paddleboarding skill, yeah. not me, because my experience level was not great with this one. But uh, but you know, we we get you there and and have everything you need. And so I uh, we all did five miles of river on paddleboards, and the water was a little low, so there was a lot of paddling. Um, the great thing about the water being low, though, which was was definitely making it a challenge, um, was that the water was so low, the river was closed to other outfitters for canoes and things. Oh. So we had the place oh, to ourselves. Oh, that's really lucky. Mm-hmm. So it was totally be... <laughs> like a private experience all day on a beautiful river. And, um, you know, everybody's skill levels went way, way up in the oh, course yeah. of the afternoon. <laughs> and everybody expert. got pretty good at it. And I mean, we, everyone felt like an expert when they were done. Because it was, look at, you know, look mm-hmm. at what we just did. I can, and everyone I can had, paddleboard anywhere. Absolutely. Yes. And everybody had a sense of accomplishment at the end. And it definitely was like people were helping each other out. And it was kind of a team I say, yeah, kind of a and, team building. Yeah. And it was, so, I mean, it was, it was physically very challenging yeah. on that one. And we had a great time. That, that's awesome. I, I have paddleboard maybe twice in my life, but I don't jumping on a river and mm-hmm. going, you know, however many miles. Yeah. I'd see that'd be a little challenge with people that have never done it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know, they don't feel like that anymore. Now they feel like. No, this. no. They're, they're, <laughs> hey, they might, they might get on the trip next and it might and be their new up. favorite thing for everybody. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> um, so how about a funny story from a trip or something just kind of off the wall? That might have happened. Something off the wall. There's got to be something. Oh, my goodness. Or maybe too many. I, well, I don't want to single anybody out to where they'll be like, hey, wait, that was me. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that, I don't know that, this, that this, this was off the wall necessarily. It was probably a pretty cool moment, and it was the one that you were on with me. Because mm-hmm. um, Cindy was going incognito oh. back in the day, and she joined a couple trips as a guest air quotations, kind of trying to see if she wanted to be a guide. Yeah. She was probably just making sure you knew what you were talking yeah, absolutely, about. Absolutely, absolutely. And so this was a big, I mean, this was pretty cool, I feel like, you know. Um, and we go to this winery afterwards because we always like to do some kind of brewery or winery um, on a lot of our trips. And because it was a little bit earlier in the day, the owner came out and we had his full attention. And he, it was a group full of ladies just by chance. It was like 12 women. And so he was totally in his element. And he brings out this old bottle of champagne. Like, we're talking, like, from somewhere fantastic. If I was a champagne connoisseur, I could really, you know, live this upgrade. But I (laughs) I was not. I was just like, okay, cool. But he also brings with him an antique sword. Okay. And, like, fully sheathed and everything. And he comes out, and he brings everyone these little glasses. And he brings this bottle of champagne with this antique sword. And he cuts the top of the champagne bottle off with the sword and champagne goes everywhere and he then proceeds to pour us all a glass of free champagne so it was you it know, was pretty cool and if that didn't seal the deal I, for you cindy i don't I know. know at that right? point i was like well <laughs> i'm in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 
<laughs> that, hey, you know, it's not a bad way to end a trip. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think anybody's ever opened champagne for me with a, a sword before. An so. antique sword with an old bottle of champagne. <laughs> I mean, he was very proud of it, and he did a fantastic job. I that mean, was it was like movie quality. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, well, back to that trip. So you were doing some undercover mission. What, what? A little bit. I just I went on a, a couple of trips as a client to see if this was something I'd be interested in doing. As, yeah. as a guide? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, obviously, you, you liked what you saw. Absolutely. I think it was yeah. the champagne. The champagne, really, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably hasn't happened since, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what about a trip? Um, you sort of already talked about one trip where you more or less saved the day with the weather. But maybe um, any other odd um, circumstances that have popped up where, you know, you've had to adapt um Kind of to you know ensure everybody's safety, but ensure everybody's still having a good time for what they're out there for. Mm-hmm. There are any good stories for that? I mean, I we all like to joke around as guides that we are ridiculously overprepared for anything <laughs> that might happen That's good. because you know it comes with the territory. So you're going to be responsible for um, a group of people for the day, and you kind of got to think of everything that might happen. And uh, actually, on the paddleboard trip, one of our participants um, fell off of his paddleboard and tried to catch himself with the paddle but he was you know a good sized dude and the paddle was no match for this so he broke his paddle so Ooh. he is literally up the river yeah without a paddle <laughs> at this point and um, one of the clients was joking and said well hey anybody got any duct tape I said yes yeah. I do <laughs> and I duct taped his paddle back together and it made it like three more miles so. that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, you can't let a, you know, duct tape can't fix anything. So. Boy, just about. Well, yeah. I have since added it to my list of <laughs> things that have to go in the pack, so. That's awesome. All right, any, any other ones for you that I mean, you've had to put on your cape? Not necessarily that can top that one. That one is pretty great <laughs> to be up a creek without a paddle and, and then have some duct tape on, on board, so. But, and to that, it's awesome that you guys are prepared and thinking about things like that. Um, and I know, obviously, you, every, all the guys are all trained and, and everything Correct. as well, so that's good to also to have that level of comfort with, mm-hmm. with who you're out there with. Um, yeah, it's every not just... guide is first aid, wilderness first aid certified, mm-hmm. um, so we all take courses to make sure that we can help aid you in, you know, not, not anything majorly catastrophic, but we also don't put you in those kind of situations, but... Um, you know, for the first aid type scenarios, we've all been certified. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And we, I mean, we share stories with each other too of, hey, you know what, this came up, I had this in my pack and it was helpful. Mm-hmm. You should probably get that too. So we all, you know, kind yeah. of tra- like, uh, you know, kind of trade our bush fixes for mm-hmm. what how what you end up having to do and, and how you made it happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because when you're out there, I mean, you don't really have a, a choice, you yeah. know, you got to figure you out. You are figured out. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> NC and probably D too. Yes, yes. Um, so then how about your best all-around, I mean, obviously you've had some good good trips. What's your best all-around favorite trip that you both have had or maybe a joint trip that you guys have had? Or... Um, I, have, I have a couple favorite moments. So once I had um, a little girl on one of our float trips and she brought... Uh, a big bag of water guns. Okay. So that, and she handed them out. So all the people in our group were all shooting each other with water guns all day going down the river. And now that is like, I have a bag of water guns. That's and awesome. it's just standard procedure for uh, mm-hmm. if I'm doing a float. 
the water guns are coming along. Oh, yeah. So we had a great time that day, and everybody just got relaxed and silly, and, and yeah. it was just it was just a fun, unexpected <laughs> thing to add in. Um, but then also, like the social component of some of the trips turns out so interesting. And I had one with we had a whole lot of single ticket buyers, so a whole lot of people who didn't know anyone else on the trip before they got there, and. By the time we were at the winery at the end of the day, like clearly this is a group of 12 people who are now friends. And one table was having a conversation all about music, you know, and getting really into this conversation. And then the next table is having a conversation about times they think that they've had a sign from God or a sign from the universe that changed their life. You know, like really deep, deep, interesting discussion going on. And then the next group of people, the next little cluster, were having a conversation about what's the worst date you've ever been on. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, like, this is so (laughs) neat. Like, just such a, a, you know, spectrum of things going on. And everybody was just getting to know each other really well. And it was just, it was very cool to see that happen with a group of people who were all strangers yeah. when, I, when they all met up that morning. And yeah. especially that group of, or topics of conversations as well is kind of, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of unique. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I think for me, um, one of the things I love is just watching people kind of personally challenge themselves. Um, I've had a lot of trips where you've got a lot of diversity. You'll have some younger, younger folks on the trip and then you'll have, I mean, we've had people in their 70s on our trips. Um, and so I, I remember a particular trip where I had two uh, women that were kind of in their late 60s, early 70s, and they just felt very overwhelmed by the hike. And I remember just saying to them, you are fine. You've got this. We will take it at whatever pace you need to take this. And by the end of the day, you are going to be able to say you accomplished this. And just by being there with them and, you know, when you start to verbalize that, the rest of the trip kind of members rally around you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, no one wants to make anyone feel out of place. And so it it would just kind of, to the social aspect, they kind of came around. But then to watch them kind of challenge themselves and to say, okay, I can do this. I I can get through this. And I'm kind of notorious for being a little bit of a pusher, but... Um, <laughs> you know, I, if, if there's a challenging section, I'll, I'll kind of count it down. Like this is one of three challenging sections. So you just, you just nailed that. You're good. You've got two more and you're, you're done. So, um, just, but watching people at the end, you know, I, I remember those two specifically, they were like, I, I can't believe we did that. You know, That's I was awesome. like, yes. And I have pictures that, to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> I will, I will share with you. So it, it's exciting to watch people do things that maybe they didn't think that they would do on their own. And if they had come on their own, they may have turned around and left. Yeah. I never got to yeah, experience the trip. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it's exciting to see that. Yeah. And it sounds like, I don't know, maybe peer pressure isn't the right word, but when you are with a group of 12 it's people or whatever. Peer encouragement. Yeah. You know, you want to you continue on with the trip and like everybody else. Um, and I guess that sort of goes back to the, one of the things we talked about in the beginning, the assess, accessibility aspect of it. Like you mm-hmm. said, you know. Maybe maybe they did want to try by themselves and they go there and they're like, oh, it's too hard to right. turn around. but to have you all as guides and then the other uh, clients as well to push Mm -hmm. them and motivate them up is, is awesome. Yeah. And I mean, we read the group a lot. I mean, that's kind of the number one thing of our job. And, um, you know, with that, that particular trip as well, you know, I had a gentleman that was very able-bodied that I, I placed in a particular spot and said, Hey, as we walk through, can you, can you just stand here and make sure people get through? Okay. Yeah. And people generally nature, uh, their nature is to help, and so they love being utilized to help. Um, and and we we try to pull out different characteristics out of different people from the trip to make sure that everyone gets gets to enjoy it. And and it's fun to watch that. People will come out and, and do things like that for one another. 
So you're also sort of a matchmaker as well. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like the Tinder of nature, but... <laughs> I don't the know. Timber. I have had a couple of clients. Timber. Ooh. Yes. Like the outdoor app. Yeah. I have <laughs> had a couple dating. of clients that I was like, they're, they're going to have a date by the end of this trip. <laughs> Just watching it. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I mean, it's probably, yeah, like you guys said, um, see, seeing those relationships kind of build and, and see people get through through mm-hmm. it. So, well, um, so, so for anybody that is looking to get out there and experience the outdoors, um, like you all have, whether it's, um, I mean, obviously you guys have different backgrounds, how you guys got involved with outdoors, but what would you, what would you say to encourage somebody to get out there to experience outdoors if they're maybe intimidated from it? You know, is it, is it to go on one of these trips? Is it to do some research? How do you, what would you, what advice would you give them? I mean, I think going on a trip like this would be a great way to do it. Um, all of our guides are completely open to, like, you can ask us whatever questions you want um so if you're looking to you know connect with someone who's more experienced in this than you are then great and we would love to help you um and then i think the 37 north thing works great too because we take a lot of the planning factors out of it for you so it can kind of shrink the amount that you feel you have to learn for the day or the amount of new things you're diving into for the day to yeah. take care of a lot of the, the details. Logistics. Mm-hmm. But I would say just, you know, get out and do it. So start small or start with us and um, mm-hmm. just, and, you know, you can follow, we have um, like website posting sometimes about outdoor skills and things okay. like that. So it's a good thing to check on too. We'll give you some advice for when you're on the trail and things like that. That's awesome. I think it's like anything, any hobby that you're really interested in, it's really just about surrounding yourself with, with people that are also interested in that and, and making sure that you've got your, you've got kind of that group of people that you can move forward in that with. Yeah. And if you don't have that, that's something that 37 North provides. Um, kind of going back to that social aspect that we've touched on multiple times, whether you are just a female just wanting to go out by yourself or whether you know, you're new to the area and you're wanting to kind of learn the different trails in this area. Um, we kind of provide that platform for you to be able to build that circle of like-minded people to be able to surround yourself with to be able to pursue something that, you know, is of genuine interest to you. So um, that would just be my advice is to continually surround yourself with people that that are like-minded and want to continue on in a journey, you know, in the same manner you do. That's awesome. It's like a real-life social media. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And, And getting out in the outdoors looks like very different things to different people. Yeah. You know, so you might be a hiker, you might be a paddleboarder and you just don't know it yet. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. You might be, I mean, I like to watch birds. That might be something that you enjoy that you just you've never tried and you don't know. So you know, just let go of any set idea you have in your head of like what being an outdoors person looks like. Or like Emily said, you don't need to go buy a thousand dollars worth of gear yeah. out outfit yourself mm-hmm. to be, you know, some image mm-hmm. of this, right? Like, just find out what enjoying the outdoors means to you, and to do that, you may just have to try some different things. Yeah, and that's a good that's a good point. The outdoors looks different to each person, so maybe they don't enjoy it. hiking, would rather sit somewhere and watch birds or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's still the yeah. same outdoor experience. So, well, where speaking of which, so if people do want to um, get on a trip for Thirty Seven North, or maybe just get ideas for themselves of where to start. Um, where can people find Thirty Seven North online for trips or social media and all that fun stuff to see see what everyone's up to? So we've got all of your traditional platforms. We've got obviously the website Thirty Seven North Expeditions dot com. 
Um, and we've got a presence on Facebook, and we've also got a presence on uh, Instagram. Um, and then you can also find us through TripAdvisor and things of that nature. But, you know, I would say probably the website's the best place because it'll categorize it based off of your location on where you want to be picked okay. up from, whether it's Springfield, Branson, or Bentonville. Okay. Those are our three main hubs that we pick up out of. Um, so you can kind of break it down that way. And then from there, you can kind of choose based on, you know, preferences, what we have going on at, at that time. Um, Facebook's really good just to be able to see, like, if you're interested in a trip and maybe you have connected with somebody else and you guys are Facebook friends. Oh, yeah. Then that'll kind of show you if they're interested in that same trip or you can, you know, share it with them and say, hey, I'm planning on going on this trip. What about you? That kind of stuff. Um, we try to make everything super accessible and, and easy to share and like and uh, we share a lot of our trips on Facebook and Instagram after we do them so that way you can kind of get a feel for, for what that trip looked like. Mm-hmm. And the, the website descriptions of the trips and also the Facebook event pages for each trip, I mean, we're very specific about what you can expect, mm-hmm. what's the difficulty level, what you okay. would need to bring. So it kind of takes a lot of the guessing out of that too of like, what should I take with me for the day? And like, we'll give you a list of what you should have with you okay. and, and what we provide and so that, you know, going into a trip, we do our best to make sure that you have a great idea of what exactly so, it is that yeah. you've signed up for. Yeah. yeah. No, that's super helpful. I know what to expect. Like you said, what to bring because yeah. some people overpack, some people underpack. And... Mm, I overpack. <laughs> I, I overpack. It pays off. It's worth it. It does. <laughs> and don't forget your duct tape. Don't yes. forget the duct tape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you both for being on the show today um, and kind of recapping about 37 North and everything. Um that you both are doing there and sharing your stories um, from the trail as well. It's definitely interesting hearing some of the experiences that you guys have come across. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.